Ladies and gentlemen, we're live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Loose Head Sports Show program, entertainment channel, live on the Wandering Bear Sports Network. Proudly brought to you each and every week by the terrible human being that owns and runs Caffeine Gum Australia. If you do not chew caffeine gum, fuck you. How are you, Jed Gillespie? Top of the cut, top of the shoot shield. Coach, you must be fucking feeling great at the moment. Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit sick today. I'm I'm having a little bit of a jetty at home day. Um, so I'm reporting to you live from bed, and I had to put sunnies on because the light was too bright. Because um, your future's too bright. Because future's too fucking bright. Now, apart from that, yeah, it was alright. It was a good weekend. Um, we both had a good weekend. It's a fucking wild weekend. Fucking wild weekend. All up. Hundred percent, man. The fucking. Which one do you want to do first? I want to do the task first because I'm going to fucking lose it on some people. Yeah, let's 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 go to the task first. I'm obviously you're a big gambler, big like big time gambler. That's how you can afford this, you know, apartment over in you know the eastern suburbs or wherever. You fuck to argue with you today, Charles. <laughs> yeah, but apparently the Tars are paying like 15 bucks to win that game. Yeah, I heard that. And I they beat the fucking Crusaders. Yeah, mate, i got to be honest. The first time, like, you always complain about the um, New Zealand sports fans. I've never got around it. I don't know. I just haven't seen it. It's the first time ever. I got. A, I've saw, I went on to, like, a post, and they fucking just everything. Like, oh, fucking look at these idiots. It's just a round game, fucking this, fucking that. Like, holy shit. Yep. Everyone knows you're the best fucking country in the world at rugby. Just shut up for a minute. I've got a theory, and we've talked about this before, but I'll bring it up again. I feel like they've got nothing else to be proud of. What about The Hobbit? The Hobbit was a great, great movie. I actually going to watch that today. I've got fuck all to do. So we'll, we'll have this discussion, then I'll watch The Hobbit. I've got a oh. couple of bottles of whiskey that I might just fucking... Yeah, it's fucking cranking me out, mate. Who gives a shit? I'm throwing everything out the window today. I, I could be dying. I'm greeting the, uh, I'm greeting the Grim Reaper with a, with a warm hug. You've got a nice, you've got a nice looking country. Let's be really fair. It is, it's a beautiful country. We've had a great time there. Got kicked out of a supermarket at ten in the morning for trying to buy wine and cheese. Everyone you know, knows so. they're the best. Like everyone yeah. knows they're the best. I don't think anyone in the world disputes it. Maybe English people. I don't fucking know. Maybe South Africans. Australians don't. But a team that won zero games last year is now fucking happy because they won a game yeah, exactly. against a very exactly. very good team. So how about you just shut the fuck up, take the L. They can all catch these hands. I'm fucking pissed off with them. And that's not the end of what I'm pissed off with today. So, Ben James, I know you're out there in your car fucking about to go scoop a poo out of a toilet. Get excited because I'm going to go fucking mental. Is he a plumber, Ben James? No, I think he's a sparky. I just like to pretend he scoops well, poos. You know, the poor sparkies are, are only worth, you know, half a million bucks a year. But yeah. the, the smart ones, yeah, I, I met a sparky once who bought a plane. Because he had this job in Forbes, and he's like, "Fuck, I don't want to go to Forbes. I don't want to live in Forbes. I'll just buy a plane and fly to Forbes every day." So he paid for a pilot. I'd much rather <laughs> live in Cowra, for the record. Fucking love those blokes yeah. out there. Shout out to the shout out to the great people of Cowra. Cowra, Liam, um, guys, get around it. Yeah, hundred percent. Now listen, Tane played well. Tane's played a few games well now. Who would have fucking thought? I'll tell you who would have thought. Anyone who watched the full fucking season he played, 18 games in a row as a 19-year-old. You Now, I'm not accepting the bandwagon. I will rem- I remember those people who fucking didn't want him, and I'm not going to forget. So, Tars tar Fairweather supporters, I fucking got your numbers, and I still hate you. You didn't back him. The Randwick Mafia didn't back him. He's had to fucking claw and scratch and bite his way to the top. And guess what? He's actually just pretty good at football. I don't give a fuck what club he's from. He's just a good footballer. Mate, this uh, this is this show is quickly becoming the Tane Edmund Appreciation Society show. No, it's not. Like, I liked I'm, it when he showed a bit of emotion, mate. I liked oh, a, I liked a little bit of emotion. He fucking you know it's because he gives a shit. They should I, be the should be happy. There's he, there's some good young bro. There's like, like Teddy Wilson. He's a fucking gun, man. He's going to be a gun. He's from East. Fucking Charlie Gamble, gun, East. Tame, gun. He is from my club, but he's very fucking good. And the reality of Australian rugby, how fucked up it is, is you only got to play three games in a row and then you're in the Wallaby squad. 
Well, I was just about to say, all of those guys will look really good running around in Japanese club rugby in the next couple of years. Yeah, I fucking, I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know. So, like, Waratahs beat the Crusaders. Unreal. Obviously, DC is some kind of wizard. Brumbies beat the Hurricanes, was it? Yeah, it's a good win. That's I watched that win. last night. That was fun. I actually watched a lot of rugby this yeah, weekend. Yeah, what's going on? Well, that, I was happy. I was happy there for There we go. There <laughs> it is. I fucking knew it. <laughs> So hold on, we got to start at the start. Yeah, big win for the fucking rebels. I did watch most of it um, yeah. last night before a train hit me in the face, and now I feel like this. How did it feel? How was the? Oh, it's how, good. How the game go? Mate, you you've got a small glimpse of some of the goings on, uh, which not many people would know. Um, so yeah, it felt good. It felt good. Second grade wasn't great we played well for about 45 minutes and then just put the foot off the gas and um, a couple of little simple things where we made some changes uh, didn't work but yeah with with first grade mate it was awesome seeing Dougie get his 150th game for the club um, probably have his best game in a couple of years I reckon and um, yeah we looked a bit more like us a couple of key couple of key guys back in you know still a little way to go but uh, yeah good win. felt good Felt, 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 uh, it was a good way to bounce back after the last couple of weeks. Fucking but it just, just goes to show, like I was looking at the table. I, I very rarely look at the table because I, I'm always the next the next week, the next job kind of person. But there's eight teams that have lost. There's eight teams that have won two games. Yeah, I, know. I, I can't remember that in the history of me being involved in this competition, how close it is. You it's know, close. so I... Th- I think there's going to be a bunch of things coming to play. I think teams are going to have injuries come up. I think COVID's going to rear its ugly head again. And uh, there's there's a lot more to be played out this year. I think teams are going to go through patches. I have something to explode about. But firstly, Parabeat students. And you know, you know you're at an Eastwood home game when the game ends and there's 34th graders crowding around someone's phone watching Parramatta cheering Parramatta home. <laughs> Did you watch um, it? Have you watched I, it yet? I watched most of it. It was a funny old game. I think I do think Paris scored some tries against the run and play. And effectively, what they had to do was hold out that old school, just like mall scrum sort of yes. thing that the students yes. do. And they they did just enough. I mean, they won the fucking game. So, you know, they did just enough. Um, I thought uni, I thought um, it was, firstly, I enjoyed the hell out of watching it. Um, secondly, I thought uni showed the exact wrong way to play Parramatta. And thirdly, I think Parramatta showed the exact right way to play Sydney uni. Yeah. You've got to play, you've got to play football. You must Very revealing. Now, Parramatta, someone mentioned to me, they've got some serious English people in their side at the moment. They do. Like, the, they I do. Think, what, what is it? The 10, the eight, the seven or something. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of, uh, there's a sales shark. Academy yeah, that guy bloke. that they kept going on about. I think he's the seven. I think he's oh, the seven. Okay. Who, who yeah, ended no, up there's... going to hooker uh, after – who's the guy that used to be a tar? He ended up playing hooker, JP didn't he? Sawney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and this guy ended up going to hooker. Um, mate, remember watching the Tars trial versus Para earlier in the year? Yes. I, I I would have sworn they wouldn't win a game. They look so unfit. And now they look fit. They, they play footy. they got some dangerous players. You know, it sort of shows be... you what a ten does. I'll, I'll say, if you if you got a decent ten, you can get away with a lot. They kick, they run occasionally, they sort of direct traffic. Parra got that big pack. The thing is that their line outs operating decently at the moment. You know, uh, I can't remember his name, but the fellow come over from East. He's good. He's good footballer. You know, he's a good player. The six. So it's a massive win for them. I'd be fucking look, stoked. But like, what about Uni's kicking? kicking game to them like and playing loose and like they just did all the things that you, sh- you shouldn't do and some of the like I, I like a lot of the uni guys individually but some of the carry on from them you know i think that they rocked up expecting to win that game easily yeah probably i mean that's the that's the danger of Parramatta. and like we've fucking been like as a club we've been through in the last couple like last five years or something you can't do it you there's no easy out. games there's no right. easy games you got to go and anyone there. can beat anyone. If this comp's shown anything, anyone can beat anyone on their day. If you're fucking, yeah, but it's equally, if you're fucking off on your day, you're in strife. Now, Absolutely. that uni team are young, and I'm not saying that they're 19, but they're young. I actually got another. In terms team. of experience wise. Yeah. 
They're yeah. young, man. Like sometimes, like how many games do they have been behind in in their lives? Probably not many. Well, well that's right. Well, like how much adversity have a lot of them faced? You know, it's some really, of them. Really their fault. But I like, know you're you're well into the junior rugby scene, but a lot of them would have been schoolboy prodigies who've come through the system and they're used to winning and they've just had a lot of success. And then, you know, a little bit of adversity. I've, I tell you, my favorite part was seeing all the power supporters singing in the, in the crowd at, um, at uni stadium or whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was there for that. Yeah. Look, it's look, maybe it's a reality check for uni. The thing is though, I, I went, someone sent me their second grade back on and I was like, fuck it. It had the Louis Holland in it. Jude Gibbs, who's very highly touted out of Joey's. Um, someone else. They've got Kennywell, fucking, I think Clooney's Ross is playing. Like, they've got some serious footballers there in the back line. The, it's the part of the young. Let's make a statement, though. I mean, you're in a punchy mood. We may as well just fucking carry on with this. Sevens players rarely make good 15s players. Rarely, correct. They're sevens rarely. Are, sevens is a different sport. But I don't care if you've got a sevens player. They rarely make good 15s players. Correct. Beautiful. How did Eastwood go this weekend? Mate, we we were we had a blinder, but the rats, like I said last week, the rats are a fucking good side. Like they've got they've just got danger runners. Like Wallman and uh, you know, Harry Jones and their, their fullback Woolet. Like they're all really good runners of the ball. And I don't know whether it was Roy, Roy O'Connor was out, obviously, so he's I suppose he's an old fella these days. It, that probably helped, but Mate, they just weren't on. They just didn't hit their straps, and the I don't know the boys. The boys, the D was on, and the big fellas were just I don't know. They were running a muck. So it was one of those. It was a game, yeah. That oh, I haven't really had one this year where you're not fucking stressed for the whole eighty minutes. But it was one of them. So it was not too bad to be honest. Um, um do you know who my favorite player in the shoot shield is that doesn't play for Southern Districts? Is that Wayne Borsak? Oh, I love this Shout guy. out to that fucking legend. I love watching him play. Mate, he is so fucking huge. Um, <laughs> he's the biggest man on the planet. And I just feel I feel bad. Well, not bad, actually. Fuck that. I feel good because I know, like, even on an off day, like, he's going to just absolutely lean on someone's spine. He's a big unit, man. He's a big, big unit. Nice fella as well. He is, a, he is a nice fella. I like his social media. I've, I've got him on Facebook that every so often it'll be like him holding a goldfish up or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, him yeah. with like a tiny little puppy. Yeah, you know? we, bro, he's, he could be holding a fucking pony and it'd look like a puppy. He's so fucking big. <laughs> Andre the Giant's little brother. He's so big, man. But um, shout out to Nick from Moringa. Actually, had a yarn with him. He's helping out first grade. Um, Piva Giblet. What? Their D coach? I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, mustache, young fella. Yeah, yeah. One of their coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, Nick. He listens to this. Shout yeah, out to good, the. He's a, he's a shout bloke. out to the great man. I'm doing the level three with him at the moment. Ah, oh, the level three. One of the world's most highly touted courses. I, That's uh, right. That's right. <laughs> no, I was yarning with him. We were, as we're coming back from warm up. He's a nice fella. Um, but the yeah, mate. They they're still a good side. They're still going to do some stuff. But I don't know. It's. I think teams are. <laughs> As we it's said, one of those things we were saying. Like, if you don't, if you have a bad day this year, I think you're gonna fucking have a long day. Like, whereas in the past, I think the top three can sort of just play a four out of ten and still sneak a win. That's like not we, that's not possible anymore. No, we were fucking awful against Randwick and we lost. And Randwick have gone on to pretty much lose out. I think, haven't they? I think. I think they beat East. I don't know. I don't no, know. East beat them on the bell. So like they did, you know, didn't they? So. I should- on that, so you guys had a good win. Um, we're, we're playing yeah. the two blues this week. Well, that's going to be. I like that for you. I can't. I, I, I like I it. I kind of do as well. But I, I you know, I, I think if we play the way we should play, um, it'll suit us. But they're a very, very dangerous team, and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah, fucking earth. I look. I I think. I think I'll say on East. East is a funny one, right? They're going to get like seven blokes back, and this leads me to my next point. Who the fuck in Sydney rugby? Which old dinosaur decided we needed a top eight out of twelve people? 
Well, look, when you're when you're down the bottom, you're kind of happy about that. Oh, it's a full <laughs> week. No, but this is what's going to happen. East come <coughs> roughly down there, and then they'll get fucking eight, ten blokes back. Yeah, and they'll they'll make a run for the. It doesn't reward at all the first. No, you know what? It, do you know what it, it was to do with getting more games, and so clubs could make more money because of the last couple of years. So yeah. I, I I get your point, but I also get their point as well. But like it just it defeats it's somewhat defeats the purpose of these rounds now a little bit because like we could like someone could run in second let's say Manly run in second who the fuck knows they play East in round one of the finals who are just the Waratahs team where's the reward yeah I I get it but the amount of look the amount of times that I remember Randwick back when South were making the finals every year they'd have twenty guys come back and then it didn't help them so they're all seven players that's why. Or sevens. The sevens, yeah. Lots of great blokes in the sevens program, but not great fifteens players. Now, before you said before that you were about to explode about something, I just want to give a shout out to Ed Craig. Waratah debut. How good. Yeah, it's a funny one. It, he um he's been playing well. Like he he um unfortunately one of the fifty thousand players who's gone to Melbourne and failed to be developed by their system. Um, which is not a shock. And then came back, you know, he's a teacher, he's teaching it. He was a buck, he's now a chore. And he's playing good football. And like you've been saying for a while, you just gotta be you just gotta be playing good football and have he's got enough experience now, you know, what seven, eight super games where it's like he'll be very comfy, um, very comfy replacement. Mate, he almost played for the force the week before. I was just gonna say, I wouldn't be surprised if other teams looking now. Right, you know. Well, Congrats to Ed. It was cool to see uh, the short guys there. And he had to That was a, cool. That was a cool photo. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. And he had to hit a clutch line out while he's on. So like credit to him. He's a good dude and he's a good player. Um, that leads me on to my next point. Last week we were talking about the COVID pool. I saw it this week. Have you seen it? I haven't I've, I know some of the Southern Districts people in it. Do you want me to send it to you? Yeah, I would like you to. I'm gonna send it to you right now. We're gonna fill the air by talking about EP journals. Is this what? Is this what? Oh, shout out to those guys. Um, yeah. So if anyone wants to start journaling their progress in their training, EP journals. Uh, a bunch of very handsome, very charismatic, very athletic young men who have put together a journal system designed for professional athletes. Get that into your chubby. Yeah, 100%. Get it on EP journals. I'm journaling right now. Um, here's the thing about the COVID pool. I don't know who picked that, but if Ray Charles was involved, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's just for the Reds, the one you sent me through. Don't believe it. Yeah, because there's more people than that on there. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, the Reds COVID pool fucking sucks. And they're all, they're all sort of Queensland guys. I- yeah, I don't MF. know. I don't M- know. M- like... M- MF MF is a Queenslander. CM is a Queenslander. PM's a Queenslander. C CW is a Queenslander. Technically, TJ is a Queenslander. I don't know about EC. Isn't a Queenslander? I don't think. I've done highlight. I've done highlights reels for a lot of those guys. <clears throat> we won't name. We won't name names. But I, I think that's the Reds one. What's the incentive? Why don't you just pick some whoever's fucking playing best? What do you need a pool? It's not like they're isolating. No, it's because they are, you will pay for them. Yeah, but the, like, why can't they just pay for the guy who they fucking pick? I don't fucking know, dude. Honestly, I don't, whoever I don't runs this fucking bullshit. Um, that was one of them. I just saw the list and I was like, well, I don't know what that list is. Secondly, what the fuck is a red card anymore? Yes. Why am I watching these? games and going what the fuck is a red card tank got lined up I, in the melon right and yeah they let him, and they let him and then they were like yeah you know mitigation he's dropped this that and i was like you know what that's not what i expected but fucking kudos because now i get to see a game of rugby and then two seconds later the big dopey fuck head clashed with tain again or with hoops or something and he got a red card for the fucking head clash what are we doing here What's happening? Can I ask you a very serious question? Fuck yeah, you can. As a coach, as a coach, so you're involved with first grade, right? I'm the head coach of second grade and the forwards coach for first grade. How 
Yeah, you are. And I'm not in no way am I trying to talk myself up. If anything, I'm I should be putting myself down. But in terms of referees, there's a huge jump. In, there's a huge jump between second grade and first grade, right? And then the, I, I imagine there's a huge jump between Super Rugby and first grade. Do you have some kind of theory? Because you know how you can send refs clips mm. and, and get feedback and ask questions. Mm. Have you have you done that? Do you have any sort of thoughts about how to benefit your team by getting feedback from the refs? Because there was. You know, we, we've got a lot of refs listening to this show. Shout out to those guys. But there were some questionable things going on in that second grade game that probably I'm sure that the referee coaches have addressed. But what's your take on the best way to address that as a coach to benefit your team, your players, your club? Yeah, like we said, man, fuck, we say every week, but look, almost all the refs meet a fucking great bloke. Will Houston's a great bloke. Uh, Quinny's a great bloke. Like, Matty Callahan, shout out, sir. Yeah, I know you're like listening. The, the reality is they've got to make an on-the-spot judgment decision that you can then go back and watch 11 times and go, eh, that's not quite right. So <sighs> most of the time, to be honest, I, and look, I'm not really in charge of it. That's the reality. I'm assistant coach, so it's Ben's call to do that stuff. And I'm sure he what's does. Your take on it? What's your take what's on it? What's my take general? on it? My take on it is if there's a, it's a, if there's a particular rule or something or, or something niche that has been interpreted in a certain way, it's important to get across that because if it's going to be called every week, like they've been, they've been quite harsh on the the line out block, the the lifters blocking the jumper. Haven't been happened. harsh enough on it. <laughs> haven't been harsh enough. They haven't been harsh enough on it. But anyway, well, they've, they've been harsher in the past. Maybe yeah. it's the games I've had, but I've seen it called a lot more than I have seen it called in 2021, 2020. So yeah, as that started to happen, it was like yeah. You know, they say, they'll say, like, you know, this is coming down and this is something that's going to be called. So, you know, if, if you clip that and go, what on earth is going on here? Like, come on, surely. They'll go, no, nah, look, this has been, this is going to happen more. You need to get across it because it's going to happen more. Now, so you would a- do it. So you would do it from the context of trying to clarify a situation for yourself rather than going, hey, you got this wrong. Hey, you got that wrong. Hey, what are you thinking well, here? Kind of thing. Because I reckon. Like- yeah, for a human from a human being perspective, if I'm sending Mac Callahan 15 clips a week, he's going to get the shits with me, even oh, yeah. though we, <laughs> even so, though we get on well. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, honey, I mean, of course. Like, <laughs> I mean, some sometimes the, the reality is like, though something will get be done wrong, right? But it the, if the if the answer from the ref is mate, it's how I saw it in the moment, and the, the touch judge didn't call it's anything. Totally, totally fair enough. What are you what are you supposed to say? So you reckon? So you reckon? And if any refs are listening to this, feel free to reach out to us. If I send clips asking for feedback for myself, so that I can coach my team better, that's a better way of going about it than going, "Hey, I think you got this wrong. Hey, I think you got that wrong. Hey, I think you got that wrong." Yeah, Is that what you I reckon? mean, that's what I think. I'm not in, again. I'm not in charge of it, <coughs> but that's the the. I think sometimes as well, like you know, if you're playing a certain guy who has a certain characteristic, you could say, "Look, I've found this." I think this is a pattern, you know, or like, you know, these guys seem to not... For the game. Yeah, but before yeah. the game, I, I, I agree with that because then it, it'll get it at the front of guys' minds. But, I, yeah, I, re- I but again, like- really, really only if it's extremely prevalent. Like, if it, if it's if it's nothing major, I, like, I, I wouldn't be going out of my way. But like I said, you, you need to know what's going to be called again next week. So if something's yeah. happened, you've got to know it because then you can go, like, I know a big one this year was is the ceiling off, right? Yeah. Like historically, you hit a ruck hard, you fall off your feet, you fall on the bloke. It's play on. This year, they're like, and it's. I found it's particularly in A zone as you go into score, it's, pick it's, and drive. It's even worse in the lower grades. Yeah, they, and they'll, they'll get you for diving off your feet. So, like, you've got to allocate some time and training to be like, guys, if you do fall off your feet, you've got to pop up immediately and you've got to alter the way that things are taught. Grab a body. Grab a body. That's a yeah, big thing. You gotta, if you there's no train. contest... From from what everyone's saying to me, if there's no chance of a contest, it'll be blown up. Yeah, exactly. So, so like that was a good. That's a really good example because that's been happening. And the more one uh, is an example that's been happening with us. So that was really helpful. I think I don't know whether the ref sent it to us or there was an inquiry or something. But they said, look, this is what we're going to be looking for. A couple of your players are doing it. I think it's just pure like we certainly don't teach it. But like you know, over the last ten years where it's been acceptable, they sort of just. <laughs> I've got used to it. So I was like, boys, you actually can't do this. Like you did it in the fifth minute, did it in the 10th minute. And so it's a good way to get around it. You won't get that penalty next week. How do you give feedback to you guys? 
Um, usually, uh, unless there's something sticking out like a sore thumb, they'll reach out and give give me uh, or Ben two things they've done well, two things they think they need to work on. And then I sort of take it from there and basically either have a conversation or, or send through messages, things like that. So it's, I think it's better if it starts with some sort of self-analysis. So it's just saying any feedback's a bit of a cop-out sometimes, but it's good if they go, yeah, look, I thought my, thought my tackling was good on the weekend. It was a lot of front foot, didn't miss any. But, you know, I, I was, you know, I, was, I threw some bad, some bad tips or something like that, you know. Yeah. Okay. But what about you? Like uh, everyone's got to do their own personal review. We get our unit leaders to do unit reviews as well. I like, I don't like hearing what you've done wrong. I like hearing your plan to fix it. So just say your passing's shit or your throwing's poor when you get tired, then what are you going to do to address that rather than just saying, I throw oh, a ball yeah. and I'm it's tired. Never, it's know. never a negative. It's always a it's a work on or a but how, how what's your plan to fi- what's your plan to fix it? Like um, you know, we'll we'll just say it. some of our throwing um, when guys get tired is inconsistent. So this week, instead of just throwing before training, we're gonna throw after training when guys are tired as well. So it forces them to actually nail it when they're tired. So having an actual action plan of how to fix the things. It's something I like to see. And then we get the unit The unit leaders will do their review as well. And then between us, we'll come up with a plan for the week, things to fix, and then um, things to attack for the opposition we're playing as well. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like that. Uh, it's, we- it's it's hard to give everyone direct feedback. I try to I try to every so often. Just There's not enough time in the day. There's not. But if have you ever scrolled through? Todd taught me this. You actually can... On an iPad, you can scroll through and just track a player for a game, so you can actually see everything that they do. So I, I do that. I don't do it every week because it is very time consuming, and I actually try and make money every so often. Mm. But um, it's quite revealing when you when you go through. It's quite it's quite revealing when you go through a game eight to ten times. You, you just pick up little things all the time, and um, yeah. So I think if you've got time, that's worth doing. But then I've got to do second grade as well. So mm. yeah, oh, no, look. The- We've got a skills guy as well who sort of like if things are highlighted or you know something like tackle tech's not not quite right. He also becomes involved, so they'll, they'll be there's different blocks throughout the week that they'll go and they'll be like, right, well you're you know you're you're on clean out tech this way or you're on low chop. So spread you the summed love. it up really well at the start. It's got to be a, a, some self analysis first because. Well, like I was very lucky in, in my career to have some really good scrum coaches. Like I had Dan Palmer, you know, uh, Nick Henderson was at South for a while, Cam Blades. So I never really had to think about it. And then all these guys left and they're like, oh, you guys don't need a scrum coach. So I was forced to think about it. And it, I think that that really accelerated my learning. So if players are forced to, to think about things and then the coach kind of, got, kind of guides them in the direction that you want them to go, I think that that's quite a powerful teaching and coaching tool as well. Yeah, it also gives you uh, gives you a bit of insight <laughs> into what I still think is the most important thing or one of the most important things with guys aspirational or trying to be good football. You've got to yourself whether there's any self-awareness. Yeah. Like if you finish a game that like I always say that like seven out of ten every week will get you to the top. Like you need to be consistent in what you do. No miss tackles, no drop balls, do your role, seven out of ten. Like, it, but if you get guys going, yeah, I had a blinder, or mate, I was pretty happy with that, and there was, you know, five, six rolls missed, then, you know, there might be a bit of a self awareness thing as well. So, being self aware is fucking important. As a, then you, as, but then you go back to them and go, well, what about, so that, just say they give you that review, right? Then you go back to them and you could send a couple of photos or, or clips of the game and go, tell me what you think there. Like, you miss your line out roll, you miss your roll and attack, you miss your clean out. You know, to actually make them think about it, or do you just directly go, "You missed your fucking role there"? No, look, it's. I mean, it's 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 a little bit done for them to be honest. Like I do my review Saturday night, so you can't fuck up. You can't fuck up your self review too much because you've been tagged in things that you've done yeah. really, really well. You've been tagged in things that uh, we might have missed. So um, it's more like, yeah, mate, did you just you know you saw clip five? You know, we missed miss miss more role. We need to start getting that. You know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. I love it. But you were going to blow up about something before. Is well, Have you already blown up about sort it? Sort of blown up. I fucking just fucking one year ago when I was, when everyone was fucking hammering 
Tain and Batch, and now one year later, fuck you all, you stupid dogs. And I'm allowed to say that. Ben won't do it. I'm going to do it. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're back to winning a losing donkey. Um, it's, it's quite revealing who's in the change room after a win and who's in the change room after a loss. 100%. That? That's exactly yeah. whatever. It's a boy old boxing quote. Um, apparently, Greg Dowden's been hammering Eastwood on Facebook. Is that true? I don't pay attention anymore. Someone told me that the other day. I'm not on any of the Facebook groups, but, I, you know, Greg, if you're out there, smoke on the weekend, mate. How do you like that? Um, he doesn't like he doesn't like um, swearing. So uh, big shout out to Greg, fuck and and shit and tits and ass and stuff. Yeah, the dog India. Um, I got He'll a message me about this definitely. But yes, question go. I don't, I don't care. Apparently he's fucking hammering us after one loss. Show some fucking love, Greg. Um, <clears throat> damn it, my throat's going. Um, this gastro is making my throat go. <laughs> oh god party like a rock star fuck yeah um i've got a question sure how you find how you finding the fucking change of the mall rule of the sorry the held up rule because it's pissing me the fuck oh yeah it's almost taking away some of the advantage of having a good mall isn't it because you get that continual build pressure i think for the game i quite like it for the for the flow of the game get a line drop out and it, it makes it a bit more expansive, I guess, if you if you're someone that doesn't enjoy malls and scrums. But as a Fords coach with a with a mall that functions reasonably well and a scrum that functions reasonably well, I'd much prefer a five meter scrum. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's pissing it pissing me off. We haven't been held up too much lately because um, there were some bottles smashed after the last time we were held up. Um, but it's. I don't know. It seems like a slap in the face when you're literally point one of a meter out. You've had all the pressure, and then some dickhead lays on their back, and you you got to go sixty meters downfield. Like, well, oh, I, I, from from a coaching thing, I, I think if guys are falling over as they get to the line, that's a little bit on them. But um, what we get guys to do is the front of the mall drives to the dead ball line. The only person who can collapse is the guy of the ball. So you tend to solve problems there. And if someone's holding him up and he's the last guy. They're fucking off. They're offside. Like. They're offside. And then yeah. you've got to clip it. Clip it. Send it to the refs. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, fucking oath. I will say there's no coincidence that this was the first week Eastwood had caffeine gum and the first week in uh, <laughs> 10 years we've put up a zero points against us. So if that isn't a fucking anecdotal correlation for all you punters out there, get that one in your pipe and light that motherfucker up. Now I know Oh, Kara, everyone on Kara looked like they were on caffeine gum, but I reckon they could use some extra caffeine gum just in case for the Sunday scaries. So, Very athletic, handsome, you know, good-looking town, Kara. good-looking blokes out there. I didn't actually see any women, but some good-looking blokes. <laughs> all the, all the Kara lambs just, you know, leaned them all up nicely and, you know, giving them good personalities and senses of humour as well, you know. Yeah. I, um, I, got a, I, I was at a friend's house yesterday and – well, there was a door knock from a, I don't know, the door knocked. And I was like, mate, he's a nice bloke. I was like, mate, you need to let me go into that door because it's going to be some, <laughs> it's gonna be some like, fucking person begging for a dollar or some shit for, you know, the Lane Cove Women's Frisbee Association. Like, yeah. let me go out there. <clears throat> and um, it was an independent uh, coming for the, for the region, coming up for the elections. And so he's going door to door. To door. door to door. And was it stuck. was it Wayne? Wayne Borzak? No, it wasn't Wayne Borzak. <laughs> vote one Borzak. Um, I vote for him. I can't remember what a name was, but I opened it. Uh, he was—he's just too nice. He was out there for fucking twenty minutes. What do you like? This is like my question last week, where I didn't give the junkie fucking a lift to Ermington. Mm. What's too rude? What's too rude there? Um, like so, firstly, no, firstly. My my grandfather, you would have absolutely fucking loved my grandfather. Tommy, are you about to do the quote about politicians? <laughs> yes, I am. But but his his whole thing was you'd be as polite as minimally possible, and then just get out of there quickly. So I would go look. Sorry, I I don't vote. I'm actually from England. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah, not. I, I was like, fuck that. I opened a <laughs> opened a pamphlet, and it was just the fucking worst. It was so shit, and I just thought. You know what? If she's going to run for the local independent, 
I'm going to run for local independent. In you fucking should. I think that would be great for the podcast. I'm going to run as an independent in 2023, and I'm not going to have all these fluffy bullshit. Just, I'm going to bring the people what they want. Hunting, rooting, shooting, <laughs> drinking, gambling. No, they want fucking lower taxes. Stop handing money out to fucking everyone unless you run an independent podcast, then you get free money. Yes. I saw someone trying to take pokies away the other day. That won't be happening. Under yeah. Oh, that's my not, God. That, that's not happening. Tell me what sort... I know East, Eastwood Rugby Club will cease to exist. So many pubs that we enjoy. In the RSL. So many pubs will as well. What's so Jay supposed to do on a Friday afternoon uh, when he's got a nice crisp pineapple and he wants to put it in fucking Lucky 88 and see the little the, the man clap and go times 88? I'm like, just going to supposed to do. What's he going to do? I'm I'm just going to say this. I know you're a big time gambler. I'm not. I prefer to spend my money on things that go down the toilet. You know, like food, drink. It all ends up <laughs> all ends up in the toilet. Yeah, it does. I was having a succulent Chinese meal with some local degenerate friends of mine, and I, I saw fifty dollars disappear in about two minutes. <laughs> it's just like. Yeah. Like, fuck, have you ever thought, like, a philosophy question? This might be too deep for some of our listeners like Hugh Roach. Shout out to Hugh Roach, killing it yeah, in Austin. Hugh Roach. Yeehaw, baby. So you might just want to switch off for the next two minutes, Roach. But have you ever thought about this? Have you seen the movie In Time with Justin Timberlake's some yes. poor person? And yes. Yeah, time's an actual currency. So I get, if, you charge, if you charge 50 bucks an hour for your time and you've just put 50 bucks into pokies, and yeah. it takes you two minutes. You've just given away an hour of your life. Yeah. Do you ever think about it like that? Have you ever thought about what happens <laughs> when that blue and green coin drop and you're in fucking flavor country? <laughs> Have you Man, thought I've about seen, that, Mister Chubb? You fucking. Uh, I've seen a well-known. I've seen a well-known Waratahs captain. Absolutely. Well, I wasn't there, but I heard about it. Absolutely. Just, you know, cleaned up. Cleaned up. What are we cleaned up. Are we, everyone turn their radio down. Yeah, right. Well, let's just say more than ten, more than ten, more than ten dollars. Yes, more than ten, more than ten dollar he does. More than yeah. So we'll is Holloway still the task captain? He is, eh? Yeah, why not? Well, I Man, I'll, I'll throw a controversial one at you. I'll throw a controversial Go. one at you. Gamble's better than Hooper. Marinate on that. I'm going to throw another one at you. Jerome Brown is fucking awesome. Like I Jerome love Brown. watching that guy play. Jerome Brown looks like the sort of guy if I was in a bar fight, he'd fucking he'd help me. Yes, 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 yes. Jerome <laughs> Brown, if you're out there, I'm fucking in my apartment. I'm not. I'm a bit sick, but I want to hang out at some point. Big Jerome Brown fans on this program. Uh, happily have beers. You're welcome on the podcast anytime, Mr. Brown, sir. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm Charlie just, Gamble's going well. Charlie mate, Gamble's going well, mate. He's fucking killing it. He's killing it. Now, he, I don't know if he's an Australian citizen. I know he's a Kiwi. Um, I almost I headbutted him once, but I apologised afterwards because he's too nice as well. So he's, he's a good guy. But I, I think he's fucking playing better. There you go. Yeah. And absolutely. Is, absolutely. You know, the time has to come at some point for Mr. Hooper. He's still a fucking excellent player. I th- personally, I think he needs after particularly. I'm sure he will after the next World Cup, but he needs to be back on the yen train. Have that guy gets paid. I like that guy. Yeah, good on him. Spread wait hoops. Just you listen now. Spread it around a little bit, you know. Hundred percent. Spread it around to your favorite independent podcast. Um, mate, you need a you need a butler, a chef, fucking someone to just play darts with. I'm available, Mister Hooper, sir. I sort of got a butler. You just click menu log and fucking. Throw in your your dad's credit card details and you got yourself a fucking lunch. I love that. All these cold and flus are hitting me different. I mean, gastro pills are hitting me different. Um, The one I was going to bring... Oh, no. Actually, maybe that's too much. Bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. There was a guy attacked in Eastwood last night. (coughs) Attacked? Yeah. He held up an anti-Chinese Communist Party sign and he was Was attacked. Was he Chinese? Nah. Or maybe. Hard to tell. There was people protesting, some Chinese people protesting the the, the Chinese party or whatever. In yeah, Granada but he was, do- he was doing the opposite. So he, so was, he saying, was supporting it. He, no, he was saying they're bad and the, the Eastwood residents were fucking 
bashing him. <laughs> now, if that hasn't slightly put me off getting a fucking nice, nice, lukewarm Peking duck, I don't know what else will. But I'm. Oh, I'm mate. Peking duck's awesome. Had the Peking duck pancakes. Oh. Peking duck pancakes are the, the fucking shit. Um, yes. Do we have to. Um, is that our political chat for today? Like, we got anything else going on? I fucking hate Grace Tame. I hope she fucking gets the first plane out of this country. She's That's not a I'm... happy person. Like, she's not happy. Is Bro, she? honestly, I know you're a fucking huge Albanese guy, but he's got about <laughs> as much. He's got about as much personality as my fucking left foot. He's he could he could walk into my local at Cronulla and I wouldn't know who he was. Genuinely, no, but. Yeah, but you're just covered in Trump paraphernalia. How would you? How would you know? <laughs> the, the Trump train. Oh, have you seen those clips going around of Trump and Piers Morgan? No. Oh, Google it. It's basically Piers Morgan is trying to stick it to Trump in some kind of interview. I've only it's seen the clips work. for it. It's not going to no, work. But he's just. I, I don't know. I feel like we should probably talk about more controversial things and I should try and rattle you more and get you to rant more and maybe that'll increase our audience. Yeah, go. Hit me with anything. I don't give <clears throat> um, what, what are your thoughts on Sleepy Joe Biden? Oh, he's a fucking... He's literally... He's, he's not a full, the full quid. His brain's not functioning properly. He's got, he's got dementia. It's very interesting what's going on with Elon Musk buying Twitter. I think I got a question. This is my question. Yeah. Elon Musk, right? He's the hero of all the punters like you and me at the moment because he's he's taking the blue check mark brigade on. He's letting everyone say whatever they want. Elon's also acting a bit fucking whack at the moment as well. He's posting a lot of like he also named his baby like a fucking formula for something. Like, what if he goes too far? Are people I think he's just, be like what if I think it's like a- I don't think I think you should be allowed to marry your kids and stuff like that? Other like, is everyone still going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I suppose, Elon, yeah, all right. But, but that's just that's just a hypothetical. I think some of his, oh, I, I think, know. well, at the moment, it is a hypothetical. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I think if you're a if you're a billion, if you got fuck you money, what's the point unless you can say fuck you? You know, if I had fuck <laughs> you money. Hey, yeah, I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't be starting a space company to try and take human beings to Mars, <laughs> or like fuck boring. No. Have you watched that um, uh, Return to Space documentary on Netflix yet? No. Watch it today while you're in the pits of despair. Did you say and- rugby game on stand or documentary <laughs> on Netflix? <clears throat> Give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. Sick? Are we no, both no. sick? I'm still recovering from the C word a little You've bit. You've been smoking I- again? I- I've actually considered starting smoking cigars again. We should oh, actually do what? that. So did I. So did yeah. I. Yeah, but you you put like uh, what's it called when you put marijuana in your cigars? No, 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 no. We're not doing this. <laughs> it's called a blunt. But I don't do that. Now, um, Mister and Missus Gillespie, I know you listen to this show, but I'm very happy to come over for dinner anytime. And and if you need a son that isn't like Jed, I'm happy to be that guy. I've already got one. <laughs> I've got a brother. He's a cop. <laughs> so. He's yeah. a cop. Jeez, yeah, there was geez, a there's two point. offers at ends of the spectrum in that family. Bloody hell. Well, there was a tilting point in my in my life where oh, actually I've got a big announcement after this. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna set the podcast <laughs> fucking a lot. Um there was a tilting point where, like, oh, you know, I was playing good footy, getting good marks, making teams, that everything was, school, was happening. And then all of a sudden I was sort of 26, not making teams. Got the degrees, but not really doing anything with them. And then my little brother rose from prominence and started enforcing the law. And that's where I felt a tip. And that was the tipping point where I became the second favorite out of two. And um, it was we tough. call that the Melbourne Rebels effect in this podcast. Well, actually, I'm not. This isn't my big announcement, but I am going to do a deep dive into shoot your place who've gone down there and who's gone well, at what percentage you've gone well, and who's gone bad. Um, there's so many that have gone bad compared to other franchises. This is what I'm saying. So, like, over the last eight years, like, if you look someone like Ori, Ori was in UK, then forced, then come to Melbourne. Their pillar example would be Reese Hodge, right? Go, goes down there from Manly, becomes like the franchise guy. 
but are the list of people who've gone down there. Zach Maddox. Yeah. The list of people who've gone down there and have basically just trained and then disappeared into the sun is so long and it's getting longer. And it only came up because of uh, someone I know where it's, it's going on right now. And I'm just thinking, what's the incentive? I also, uh, no, I can't fucking say that on the podcast, Carol. You can say whatever you you can say whatever you like. Well, the, okay. The force the force are gonna send most of their place to Sydney. I've heard. Interesting. But Melbourne are not. I saw Sidalecki Tamani run running around in Perth Club Rugby the other day. So, for the guy who works four days a week as an apprentice carpenter, that would have been truly fucking terrifying. Right, um, Kieran Longbottom. Shout out to Kieran Longbottom. I'm sure. Hey, I'm okay. sure he listens to this program. Former Eastwood guy. Yep. Um, I remember doing a highlight reel for someone in the Perth Club comp maybe two years ago. And Kieran Longbottom, not known for his high-speed running meters and his you know running lines and stuff, he scored a 50-meter try in a Perth Club game. I spilled Diet Coke on him when I was 18. That's about as close as we got. <laughs> I scrubbed the gas him once. So did I. <laughs> I'm like, you're a fucking beast. You're strong man. Um, no, my announcement was last week. Yeah, sorry. Go. Uh, thanks, Chubby. Just fucking quiet down there while I make my big <laughs> announcement, mate. Uh, last week, uh, I decided with my close circle of friends that I was retiring from dating. And uh, we had probably our best week of the season. So I'd like to officially announce to the public that I have retired from dating for the remainder of the 2022 regular shoot shield season. Wow. Yeah. No, no, that's going to have the fact that we have a 92, 94% um, male female audience, audience and the only females <laughs> that listen are related to me. Now, will that upset those audience? Or, Probably or not. me, or me just quietly. But I just thought I had to get that one out there. Um, it's going to be big for a lot of people, but you just got to, just like COVID, just like anything else, you just got to wake up the next morning, put your shoes on and get back to work. Well, um, firstly, you know, we, we've had this thing with the forwards at South about going all in, you know, just really committing and going all in. And look, I'm sure um, absolute degenerate scumbags like James Whalen seeing his coach go all in would really probably inspire him to go all in. I have so many things that I could say about that, but I'm going to refrain and just say, that I'm glad I'm inspiring the next generation of incels, <laughs> of involuntary uh, celibate people to to get out there and get in the workforce. Well, not the workforce because I'm not in that. But get into the coaching ranks. Despite oh, the fact like, Waylo's like 17 years of age, but he looks 45. Like, what is it that happens? Is it just hard lifestyle? Do you know what? I, <laughs> do you know what, like? How does this happen? Has he been smoking and going to pubs Gubby, since he was 12? That sort of point hits me quite hard, all right? Because <laughs> That's why I'm asking. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm only coming into – that's the paradox. I'm really coming into my look now at, the, at 29. Um, that was, what, six, seven years ago for you. So, you know, you can remember uh, back then. Five, five, five years ago, yeah. Oh, nearly, nearly six, actually. He's, an old, six. he's an old devil. Um, <sighs> yes. but I, I considered putting the boots on last week. Did we talk about that? Yeah, you should, no, don't do that. No, well, there was no. I I thought we had we had seven prop injuries, and I'm looking at it going, fuck, fuck, what can I do? And you know how you just don't stop thinking as a coach. I'm going, fuck. And so I got, you know what? Let's go, let's go. I've got a little gym downstairs. Did my 60 kilo squats because I've been very fucking lazy lately. Was yeah, sore for three booty. days, and it quickly dispelled that fucking delusion that I had. Did you build that booty. Oh, mate, I could do nothing and my booty's fucking going to be huge. I wish it would fuck off. Oh, I got no, I got no, I got no ass. I got no ass. Um, having I, no ass would be better than having an ass. Let yeah, me I don't you. know. I suppose it depends if you're Latino, but um, yeah, no, look, it works for both of us. The uh, I have to play in September. I'm going to Aspen and I don't know how the fuck I'm going to How do I get on that trip? How do I get on that trip? You need to speak to a very rich man in San Diego who pays for everything. Um, but can I get on that trip? I don't know. You may. Can we? Can we ask? Sure. I don't want to play. I don't want to play prop or hooker. I'll, I'll 
consider playing prop or hooker. I'll play hooker for that. <laughs> I reckon I'm going to make a, try and make a deal with the team that if I get under a certain weight, I get to play 12. What about so batches playing? Yeah, reluctant. How about, how about me at nine, batter at 10, you at 12? I don't think batcher's got that sort of flexibility, mate. Well, he's going to have to be doing a, probably three well, person's jobs there, but he did play 10 in America. Anything goes in America. I could see myself getting red carded on the first minute of the first day for, you know, tying my shoelaces up the wrong way or something. American Rugby is fucking backwards. There's that one for awesome, you. Though. Is the MLR fucking going backwards? It was sort of cool for a bit. Does anyone care anymore? I am doing a high drill for someone at the moment. I think the standard's gone worse. Yeah, but. It was cool. It was cool when DC was there. He took a lot of shine to the Giltinis, but I reckon the Giltinis would come. I think they would lose to almost half the shoot shield. I, I would agree with you. I'm also hearing that the uh, the gentleman that owns Austin is trying to sell. You're telling me that the New England Patriot-like franchise, the Austin Gilgronis, is going to be sold. Well, that's what I'm being told. Holy shit, how will Texas survive without that? Well, one of my the regrets of my life is I got an offer to play like Austin Club footy fucking yeah. 10 years ago, and I wish I'd done it. For the Blacks? Yeah. Yeah. I wish good. I'd done it. I wish I'd done it. A lot of my friends did that. I did the other way. I did the California lifestyle. You know me, I'm a freak spirit. But um, I still sad. recommend going to America for any of the young young punters out there. If you got well, the marijuana's shit. legal in California as well, isn't Don't it? Fucking smoke marijuana. <laughs> I think I'm almost. Well, you eat it. Sorry, you eat it. I think my I I think my parents know I don't do marijuana. I think, but I don't know for sure because it's talked about every fucking week on here. Well, it would explain your lack of energy, the overeating. <laughs> I don't overeat. Actually, you know what? Let's do a fuck it. You know when Tom Segura Burke Cross did a weight loss challenge? Let's yeah. do some sort of fitness challenge. Me and you and the loser. Has to post nudes on out on the site or something. No, no, we'll actually do a good. No, yeah, that's a good challenge. I like that challenge, but with, there should be some sort of good prize. What's no one wants prize? to see there of us nude. I've got one person that wants to see me nude. And I don't think she's the full quid. Just quietly. How is your sister? Yeah, we should do something like that because I've got to fucking trim up while I'm celibate. I've got to really, I've got to focus on myself, trim up, um, and then. Once I unretire from dating, I'll be sort of in good, decent shape again. Oh, I like that. I like that. A weight loss challenge. What what um is it's the second of May. So what about the second of next month? Should we do a weigh in? Jesus. Well, are we weighing in today? Or when do we weigh I, in? Uh, I won't be able to get to scales till tomorrow night at trade. But what tomorrow night? I'll send you a photo of what I weigh on the scales. When's the zoo open? <laughs> Get on one of those elephant fucking things they weigh the big cats on. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we weigh in by the end of the by the end of the week sometime, and then we have one month. Anyone else who wants to jump in on this? I don't know. Let's let's get the audience to tell us what we should do as a prize. Have you got a two? I'm, have you got a two on your in your digit? Are you one two or are you less than one? No, two? no, no. I'm about one fourteen, one thirteen, something like that. Well, this is going to... How are we going to do this? What are you at the moment? 120-something. No, you just go percentage. You go percentage of body weight. What did you say I was? What are you, 128? Just bump it up a little bit, see what happens. Actually? <laughs> no, you're, knowing you, this is what you'll do. You'll smash two four-liter bottles of water or four two-liter bottles of water before you weigh in tomorrow. So you'll be like, oh, Jed's 139 kilos. All of no, a sudden, I learned, I learned, no, I could be that anyway. You won't go to the toilet for two days, but you probably yeah. don't go anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm taking, <laughs> I'm blocking myself up currently. I actually pre planned this. I put a dumbbell down my pants. Um, yeah, all right. Well, what, what could we, what could the audience possibly suggest as a good thing? Like, what is, I don't know. I'm thinking of making Jed sold me drugs t shirts, and maybe you could, you could have chubby sold me drugs and then we could get all of our uh, forwards at each club we could give them t-shirts saying you know the worst like, thing about the jed sold me drugs t-shirts is yeah. i think someone would buy them that's the worst <laughs> thing about them. now and you know what i'll put them out um when i'll put this show out this afternoon so it's up for tomorrow and if anyone from eastwood wants to buy a jed gillespie sold me drugs shirt i'll give you five dollars off um none of the profits will go to jed 
of course. Yeah. Anyway, the what else is going on in the world? We haven't talked about current events. I've been fucking very insulated lately. Um, rugby NBA. league players are fighting again. Where are they fighting? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Elon Blake, Musk bought Twitter. Blake Ferguson got another gig. Whereabouts? Uh, rugby league in England. Unbelievable. Un, unfucking believable. How come I wasn't like him where you just do whatever and you just keep getting gigs? Surely they just all go to the Bali Bobcats rugby league team. And Is there a the Bali, Bali team? I'd fucking go there. Do you remember? Did you ever watch? Um, uh, there was a show about Bali where it was like, following people around it's like a reality show do you ever do you remember that it was a few years ago no i think you're talking about one of those videos you watch on the internet oh there's todd todd one, todd one of those oh. x-rated ones fuck anyway this is a terrible this is a terrible story <laughs> our, our audience is probably switching off right now we got we've got anything else to talk about yeah actually no i was talking to this uh a fella from a school a highly Highly uh, regarded, prestigious school. And he was saying how the parents, um, the rugby numbers are just fucking declining. I think and that's probably the case for all sports, isn't it? What, all sport numbers are declining? Yeah, I, I reckon that... What are the kids from what I'm, My mum my does a lot of coffee van events. Shout out to the coffee van. Fuck yeah. Shout out to the coffee van. Plenty of personality. Well, this is a caffeine uh, family. But she's, she's saying that a lot of junior sports numbers are down. Why would that be there? You think that'd be pumping after two years inside, annoying your parents? Oh, you would think so, wouldn't you? So, but anyway, the, the point of it was he was like, Oh, a lot of kids are parents are pushing him into AFL, and AFL's cracked the Sydney like school market, like the fucking Ritzy schools, like the one you went to, like the real Ritzy stuff. Um, I went to a school where they wore shower curtains to school, and there was a bar on campus. <laughs> Seriously, and there was a designated smoking area. Well, I went to a Ritzy school, and when I went to the school, you either had to play rugby or soccer, and if you played soccer, then no one would talk to you. But now it's AFLs coming into those schools, and AFL gets more concussions than rugby when you're young like that. You don't know where you're getting hit from. So where's, where's the argument? AFL is a dangerous fucking game. Too much running. You got to be too skinny. People like us would never be able to play. AFL. And the guy, the players disgust me. They pick up too many girls, and they should get be, paid too well as well. And they should be put in. I don't know. They should just be kept in isolation somewhere. Leave some for the rest of us AFL players. But I don't know. I'm not a big fan of AFL. I, I suppose I'm not a big fan of rich parents either. Now, um, Randwick Mafia, fuck you. Yeah. Um, Greg. Greg Dowden. Message well, just, to Greg. I don't know why you're slandering Eastwood after one loss to Ramwick, but you know, don't. If he gets on board the train later this season, I hear about it. It won't be happening. That train will be coming to a grinding fucking halt, and he'll be. Remember who was in the change room after a loss? Exactly. Versus a win because it's very in, different. I was in that change room and I was crying my eyes out. Um, obviously, <laughs> COVID floating around. I got gastro, luckily not not COVID. Um. But you stay, you got to stay safe out there. I did have a quote for the week, but I've, I seem to have forgotten it. I've got a good quote for you. Yeah, you'll like you'll like this because you like overeating. But you, you've got to make a lot of good barbecue. I've got to, fuck. I haven't oh, slurred. I, I haven't slurred my words for a while. I think I'm doing nothing. Fuck, every that was day a good quote. I might get that one on my back. <laughs> you that's a sleepy. Good, that was a little bit like Sleepy Joe. Boy, the make thing I said yesterday. I'm going to sum up. I'm going to sum up America. In one word. <laughs> no, no. You got to make a lot of bad barbecue before you can make good barbecue. And they're referring to American barbecue, which takes some skill. So the reference I knew you'd appreciate. You got to make a lot of bad barbecue you before want you make some masters. Oh, yes. I'm going to watch that today. I'll tell you. Oh. On, on another note, I think I said this last week. I've been spending a lot of time on Facebook Marketplace for reasons I can't disclose. But I've yes. been selling selling a lot of things. And people out there are fucking wacko. They are off the chain insane. Like if you have an item that people want, they will just fucking hit you up nonstop. Like I got I was selling something for like a couple of thousand dollars. And this bloke wrote me this long message like how he really wanted it and offered me fifty bucks. So I didn't reply. Um, I, 
I didn't reply to him. And then on the next time I posted something, he came on just spraying me. And then I tried to spray him and he deleted me and blocked me. So the lesson today is, <laughs> the lesson today is I'm probably on my third strike of Instagram. And when I'm on my third strike, I really don't have a choice. I have to be celibate. I have retired from dating once. There you go. Jared Gillespie, third strike on Instagram and celibate. I caught a Till- Kiwi fan a fucking piece of dust oh. on the weekend. That shouldn't. That should be a removal of a strike. They should. They should bump up your followers. Bump it up. I think that they are bad losers and bad winners. Well, I don't fucking lose much. You think that's what it means? Lose one game at Leichhardt Oval, roll out better team next week, and fucking win by hundred, win the comp, and shut the fuck up. Holy fuck, you guys! It's embarrassing. You got to be out to take L's. Everyone talks about the All Blacks. They fucking sweep the change room and they fucking. Sonny Bill's giving medals to kids who fucking violate laws, run on the field like they're the most holier than thou. That kid should have been put in prison. They like they're, absolutely right. Absolutely, but I run on the field. It's five thousand dollars fine, and I can't go to America ever. And a lifetime ban. And a lifetime ban. And hug Sonny Bill, and he gets a fucking World Cup medal. Everyone talks about them like they're heroes. I, I like them as well. Then one fucking loss, and all their fans go down the toilet, taking I've the piss. They got very little to be proud of. And you very know little to be happy about. I know you were talking about how beautiful New Zealand is. New Zealand is a fucking trumped up Tasmania. And the only reason you go there is if someone's paying for the trip or you're in a remake of Lord of the Rings. You don't go there for any other reason. And the people who live there are bored because they're not allowed out of their houses. And I think you're allowed to marry your cousins down there. And that's it. I'm done with them for the week. They can f- beat it. They're a little country, and they can beat it. I couldn't have I couldn't have said that any better myself. We should Fuck do a yeah, live. Bro. We should go to Cara and do a live show. I reckon. <laughs> I fucking loved. I already miss Cara after one yeah. week. No, well, let's go. We'll go. Let's go out there um, at some stage, and we could do a session for the boys out there. Big, big cow fans on this show, I reckon. You can oh, touch the backs. Speaking of going way out of your way, the Wallabies mm. are playing a test in Adelaide. Yeah, I've never been to Adelaide. I, I went to Adelaide <laughs> for the NS, NSC, the NRC. Stayed in a caravan park next to the airport and we played a curtain raiser for the local club comp. <laughs> you are that was, one of the greatest Rams of all time. There was five Wallabies playing and we played a curtain raiser for the local club comp. Wallaroos start next week. Okay, are they going NZ? I think they're playing Fijiana and Japan, from what I saw. I'm actually going to watch that. Watch that. I'll watch all I'm going to, I'm going to watch that. You know, you know what? I've got a theory. When you know people involved, it makes it more uh, entertaining and more enticing. So I know a couple of the coaches, so I'm going to fucking get them out, get around that. Shout out to those guys. Jay Tregoning, Scott Favor. Scott Favor's coaching the women. He's defense coach. Where's he been? Um, just fucking making tons of money, running yeah, running what? around the Shire. He he does. He's got a couple of businesses in the Shire. Coaches. There's, there's some some junior sport. We should finish soon because you know you and I could dribble a fucking day. But he's um uh, he's he coaches like one of the junior girls teams. Yeah. Because uh, his daughter plays for him, and this sums up this sums up junior sport. He's uh he's applied. After being encouraged, this I'm told that this is the story. He was encouraged to apply for the rep team, yeah. and some of the parents were like, "Are you qualified to coach this? Have you ever coached a rep at this level before?" <laughs> and it's like under tens or twelves or something. That's so embarrassing, bro. I don't look. I, the chance of me having kids are fucking slim to none. Let's be honest, mum and dad. But if I do have some. I don't know if I want to coach you under 10 team. Seems like a fucking nightmare. Oh, he got asked to. He got he got asked to. I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. Bro, but imagine having some kid who like he's pit no, Imagine with parents saying that to you. Bro, <laughs> they're playing with butterflies in the corner and the dad's like, mate, why aren't you playing him at 5'8? You're like, yeah. Are you qualified to coach this team? Shoot shield first grade coach, Wallaroos defense coach, Wallaby yeah. Australian Sevens, you know. 
It's seven played for like every super rugby team. It's 7.30 in the morning and it's two-handed touch. I need you to fucking shut up. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, like honestly. Shouldn't it be I, fun? It should be fun. It should be fun. I, I honestly think that anyone who coaches kids who are under 13 should be knighted because it is impossible. It's like herding cats. I've got no desire to do it. No desire to do it. Anyway, let's end on a, our traditional Jed Gillespie inspirational message for the week. If you manage to stick this entire show out, I think we've been, this might be our longest episode ever. Really? If you man, I, I think so. What time do we start? I don't fucking know, mate. I, I felt like we started before nine. Um, yeah, Maybe. if you manage to stick this out to the end and listen to all this dribble, please subscribe, like, share, comment, send Jed nudes, and most importantly of all, buy caffeine gum. Jed, your wise words to finish. If you're thinking of buying property in Cowra, do it. And if yeah, you know anyone really who's from New Zealand today, just send them an abusive message. That's it. It's nothing crazy. It's not like you have to, you don't have to, there's no physical harm. Just send them a message. Say, hey, man, fuck you. I hope you're having an awful day. That's it. I don't know if you could have said that any better. Can't do it, man. Stevie and- Wonder. Look, I'm looking forward to all our uh, – as soon as marijuana is legal in this country, we'll be selling it on our online store, um, the Jed Gillespie um, No Sex Till Marriage strain. We're already testing it at the moment. It's working. Jed's, Jed's, <laughs> Jed's, <laughs> Jed's, Jed's testing it at the moment. Um, shout out to everyone at Eastwood apart from um, James Wayland. Uh, shout out to Wayne Borzak. And good luck this week. Who you guys got this week? We've got Manly this week. Manly beat North. The North. They've been on a. They've been on a run. Yeah, it'll be a hard game. It'll be a hard game. They sort of play a little bit like us, which I kind of like though. So, um, I suppose we'll see them at three o'clock, and may the best man win. Who you got? You got Power up. Tough game. Looking forward to it. Very glad I don't have to play anymore. Um. Yeah. If you don't chew caffeine gum, fuck you guys. Go fuck yourselves.